Hey everyone, welcome to Millennial Money Minutes. Today we're super stoked. Uh, we have the one and only J Money, uh, BudgetsAreSexy.com, RockstarFinance.com, arguably, um, gosh, the the godfather of personal finance blogging, I would say. And we're oh, super stoked to chat with you today. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. It's fun. Yeah, thanks. So I guess our opening question is for someone in their twenties or just getting started with money. What are what have been like the big key takeaways that you had that have you know led to a lot of results for your life um probably two things one probably my dad like forcing me to max out my my um my 401k contributions um like i'd always been one of those people that transfers money from savings to checking to savings to checking every month uh not really saving anything and like 401k was like the first time money piled up and and kept going up because you weren't like taking it out um, which sounds stupid, but it was like the one epiphany, like, oh, just put money in and forget about it, you know? Um, so that was big for me. And then tracking my net worth from that point was really big to see what, how that number grew over time or, or declined. Like, and no matter what you're doing, right, saving, investing, paying off debt, like it all reflects in the net worth. And so that, that's been huge. I, I've tracked it for nine years in a row now, So which is a quick, crazy. a quick follow-up then. So when you started saving, was that like a 1%, 2% contributions or like, you know, how fast did you, did you get that number up? Yeah, I started only like at three. Um, I think my employer at the time only matched three. And then um, I moved to a startup that actually matched 100% of whatever you put in up to the legal limit. What? Um, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you never hear that. And, and, I, so and cool. I said, well, what if I just matched like like 90% of my paycheck for a couple months? Like, would you, would you guys do that? And they said, yeah, it's stupid, but yeah, we'll match it. Wow. And I said, well, all right. And like out of 10 of us, I was the only one that did that. And so I would match like 16000 you know, for a few months, get the 16,000 and then get my paycheck again, you know? So I learned to live on less for, for a while there. <laughs> so what are some of the, I mean, you're, you're at a unique position that, uh, I mean, I can't imagine the number of articles that you get, uh, and, and look at through rockstar finance, you know, what are, what are a few trends, um, that you're seeing in the, in the FI world that, that are, that are new and exciting to you? Um, I mean, probably the, the whole fire movement itself, you know, like when I started nine years ago, there wasn't much talk about that. Like early retirement extreme Jacob was like the only one out there. Uh, and then Mr. Money came around and Mr. Money mustache and kind of blew it up. Um, so the whole like fire movement and then like minimalism, like has creeped into a lot of financial blogging that wasn't there before. Um, so there's like the two main things, uh, but a lot of people, you know, just it seems like everyone's retiring earlier and earlier, like 40s and 30s. Like I'm waiting for someone like 21 to retire. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm not retired. Like I, I play in the movement with a lot of these guys and I hang out, but I, I'm like far from being retired myself. So I, I'm learning it, you know, as everyone else is. Yeah, I read. Uh, I was I was reading a blog recently, uh, Chris at KeepThrifty.com, and he was talking about how you know if you start a, a basically a retirement plan for your baby like three years before they have that baby, and you contribute <laughs> like one hundred and fifty dollars a month for life, by the time they turn eighteen, they're effectively able to retire. Oh, that is crazy! Oh, I like that. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah, kind of, kind of the, the we call it the, the baby retirement plan. So, and then that is awesome. I was making the joke that that basically we, um, you know, you wouldn't want to tell your kid that, right? So, kind of hide it in a trust, and then when they're thirty, right. just have them have an automated email sent, being like, "Hey, you can officially retire now. Congratulations!" Oh, that is badass. I like. It. Well, it's funny because a lot of people. Um, what what's his name? Jason Fiber Fieber. Uh, um, he always talks about how he was worth more as a baby than he was like when he was in debt. 
You know, and it's crazy. And a lot of people in debt, right? You were worth more as a baby than now, you know. So it's a, it's a funny thing to think about. Yeah, uh, quick question for you then. So when you were saving, did you still have debt on top of um, the investments that you were making? Or did you focus on debt first? Um, I just had a mortgage. I had a paid off car. Um, I had like like credit card debt, like $1,000 here and there on and off. Um, but yeah, it was mostly just my mortgage. And I'd go in phases where I'd try and like pay that off quicker. And then I'd switch to like 401k, like when stuff like that would come about. Um, but I mainly paid attention to investments, mainly just because like I wouldn't touch it. And, I, and you know, like with all the penalties and everything. Um, so that was like the only way I could force myself to save without like tempting myself. Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement uh, with Digit? You know, obviously, I, I use the the platform. Um, it's exploding oh, cool. in popularity. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got an email from them um, when they first came out. I think there was like less than five hundred users um, in beta. Um, and um, I, I, I'm not. I, I like fintech, but I don't use much of it. And when I heard what they were doing, you know, analyzing your your spending and pushing money to savings for you automatically, like it was just so different. Um, and I tried it and yeah, I think I've saved like $8,000 over the two years, um, but they grew. Yeah, it's crazy. And they grew. Um, I don't know the exact numbers and, and probably can't even say if I did. Um, but they, they're saving like millions of dollars every month for people. Um, and so like, I know from the people that I referred, like we tracked it from, so I've been with them for two years and I liked them so much. I became an advisor to them. Um, I think uh, the people that I've referred only from budgets are sexy has saved $5,000 that's crazy, wow. right? And they don't just like round up like spare change and stuff. Like they literally, if you have like a hundred dollars sitting there doing nothing, and it knows you're not going to miss it. It'll transfer it out into savings for you. So it's it, it adds up fast. It's a little crazy, you know. You have to be open to to you know giving away some freedom there. But but obviously the money's still yours, and you can take it anytime you want. Yeah, I feel like I need a digit for the other areas of my life, you know, just telling me what <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, so that's what they're working on a lot. Like, I can't say much, but, like, like right now they're concentrating on savings. But imagine what you can do with debt, investing, credit card bills, right? Like, if you can automate everything where, like, you have one place that can pretty much handle your financial life for you, it is game-changing. You know, and obviously a lot of other companies are coming on. Like, they were one of the original, and, you know, there's tons of them now. But, you know, it, it's crazy if you think about how far technology is coming. Wow, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so one interview I saw with you a while back was uh, your theme was challenge everything. And I, I love that theme. Yeah. And, you know, we applied it in our own household here and saved some extra bucks. So, nice. Um, like, so what would you say maybe like the last year, maybe six months, what have been some of the bigger things that, you know, after you kind of challenged everything, what were like the things that were like, wow, I, I couldn't believe I had that, you know, waiting for me there? Um, I haven't really challenged anything in the last six months. <laughs> if anything, I've added stuff. Like, I go in phases. Um, you know, like I go whatever is exciting to me at the time. So there was a couple years when was saving. You know, and like cutting down my lifestyle was was fascinating to me. So I like went all in for a year or two, and that's when I did challenge everything. And I think I saved. I think I saved five thousand dollars the first year, which maxed out my my Roth IRA. Um, and the second year was like half of that. And then I kind of, you know, now I'm back into like entrepreneurship and trying to, you know, use my time to grow a business kind of thing. Um, you know, but, but yeah, I mean like, you know, the, the cell phone bills were the biggest thing to me. I've saved $120 a month every month in two and a half years just from switching to Republic Wireless, you know, so. Yeah. And the nice thing with those types of, uh, changes is that, you know, there's a lot of work up front, but then the savings are pretty much automatic every month. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I lied. I actually I cut my cable for the first time ever. I did do that in the last six months. Um, I'm just down to the to the internet now, and I have a um, one of those bunny ears, you know, fifteen dollar antennas. Um, and so, yeah, I got to watch the Super Bowl for free. <laughs> like, I get to watch whatever, you know. So so that that has one thing that's changed, you know, for the good. So how's your non Mac computer working out for you, dude? It's <laughs> awesome. Although I still get jealous seeing Macs. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's like I think they're slick, and obviously people like them. Um, it'll probably be my next one, but, but my, you know, I went from a six year old laptop actually that I got for free from blogging. I blogged about it and I gave one away. Um, but it was six years old. I didn't realize how fast things are now. Um, and the resolution on, on the screens, like even like my logos and stuff I put on my site look like crap on the new computers. Like they're all blurry. weird. So, so what's it like being a full-time blogger? I mean, obviously, um, you know, Matt and I've been blogging each, you know, for about a year and just really love it, but certainly yeah, don't do it full-time. you guys full are doing time. good, too. Um, so what's it, what's it like? I mean, what, what can you share some words of wisdom to all those uh, wannabe full-time bloggers out there? Um, yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons. First, like, uh, uh, you go into different phases. Like, first, I was like, screw the man. I'm never working a nine-to-five. I'm doing it all on my own, you know? And, like, this is a lot of stuff you hear in the in the blogging space. Um, but but there's a lot of cons to that, too. Like, like the one thing that I'm actually kind of tired of is making decisions all the time, yeah. um, you know? And, and like, you, you do have flexibility so you can, like, not work for a week or go travel the world or do whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you're still the one responsible for everything, and so, like, for me, like, it was kind of nice having some structure. So it took me a while to get into the rhythm of when I'm going to work, when I'm not. Um, and even after, you know, six years of being self-employed, it's still like, you know, like it consumes you. You get so excited. And then when you like, oh, I can build this and I can build this. And you see what all your friends are doing. You actually, like, are nonstop thinking about work. Um, so I tell people, if you're one of those people that love to have, like, nights and weekends off and you know, do your own thing and separate yourself, you know, blogging full time, you know, probably isn't for you. But if you're creative and you love like the energy and having fun and doing things on your own watch and, you know, then, then yeah, it's great. Do you have any tips for people who want to balance, uh, you know, balance their consumption versus the creation of content? I mean, that's one of the, the hardest things for me personally is just there's just so many amazing blogs. You know, you get lost in them, um, but, yeah. but then you kind of lose time in creating posts. So how, how do you manage uh, consuming all the content um, on a weekly basis? Yeah, it's hard. And for me, since I curate every day for Rockstar, I mean, I read hundreds of articles every every week. Um, and I see all, a lot of good stuff, a lot of crap stuff, a lot of the same. I mean, 90% of it's all the same written, right? Right. Um, you know, so so one thing like for, for me, so I, I get inspired by it by people, but then like I have to shut it off. So I literally just disconnect from the internet, my phone. And if I have to write, like I have, like I write three times a week or two times a week sometimes. Um, and I just get away from internet and I just sit there and I write or go to a coffee shop. Um, you know, but still like I, in the back of my mind, I'm seeing what everyone else is doing and I have to always remind myself like my story and what I can bring is so drastically different than everyone else. Like everyone's story is right. Yeah. Like, like even going back to the early retirement stuff, like if you are not a blogger and you are retired early or traveling the world and have this awesome, insane, crazy, awesome life and you start a blog today. Your blog is going to get so popular so fast versus me. I've been doing it for nine years, but I don't have that crazy story, right? I have other stories, not as glamorous, 
Um, so, so finding out what part of you is different than everyone else and focusing on what you enjoy and what you're good at, I think is really, really key. And what I realized over the years is I'm not like, Hey, here's how to like, you know, hack your credit card and travel the world. I don't do that stuff. Right. And none of my articles are super long. So like I've figured out for me, it's more fluffy entertainment. Like I want you to come to any of my sites and be like, oh, I ha like I, I left the site feeling happy or excited or motivated, right? So I'm kind of like the fluffier type of blogs. And then if I want to like get down to business, I'll read, you know, like go curry cracker and try and figure out how to like hack my taxes, right? Everyone's good at certain things and figuring out like what you bring to the table to me is like the most important, especially with blogging because it's all based on personality. Yeah, man, that's 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 the best piece of advice yeah, that's that been really shared on this podcast. <laughs> I think, you know, you see a lot of bloggers and one of the things I had a challenge, you know, with just my own story um, and Matt's been really encouraging just to kind of lean into it. You know, you are who you are. Just be, you know, radical transparency in the yeah. blogosphere is, is, is really what gets – um, you know, followers and gets a response. And I have to say, you know, all the personal finance bloggers out there, I think that, you know, yours certainly radiates a level of um, authenticity and friendliness. Yeah, enthusiasm. And, yeah. Excitement. Thanks, man. Excitement. And I think, honestly, it, it, you know, transferring that over into the to the rock star forums, I mean, gosh, those are just blowing up. How, how, how excited are you about the forums? Hey, I'm excited about the forums, about the direct team, just everything because like what happens when, you, when you're when you doing your same thing, like I, I get into routines and for the last four or five years I've been in a routine and I haven't really done any of my dreams and all of these, like the forums, the directory, our charity, everything has been a dream for five years and in four months we've launched, launched like every single thing. So for me, like just doing it and putting stuff into the world that you think could be helpful is huge. So like honestly, if everything blew up tomorrow, like I'd still be so happy I did it. Like I pray that doesn't happen because like that's going to be – like that's what I want to like blow up for, for the long term. Um, but yeah. And going back to other stuff, authenticity and stuff, like I think what I noticed a lot with – like actually new bloggers are really good at being more real because they haven't been changed. So like, oh, if I write this way or SEO this or I'm going to review something, I'm going to get paid. Like like once you're in the game for a couple years, you start changing your, your style and you start morphing things because you know like something might get picked up more or get you more traffic or money. Um, so, so the new bloggers are always really good at being like more transparent and real. Um, and, and then for older bloggers, what I would say is to make sure you keep talking about all the bad stuff because so many people only put out the good stuff like, oh, I'm making this much a month and, you know, oh, life's good and my traffic's blowing up and blah, blah, blah. You know, but they never put the bad shit that happens, right? And bad stuff happens all the time. Yeah, I got uh, I got completely burned by the world when I told everyone that I spent two hundred and ten thousand dollars last year. <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw yeah, that sure. one. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm recommitting awesome. to frugality, and, and honestly, that was that was huge for me. Everyone's like, you're crazy. Oh my gosh! But oh yeah, congratulations. But that changed like me, like reading that article myself because I remember reading that. Like that totally changed my perception of you, like in a good way, because like I knew you, you you were keeping it real and you were like not afraid to put stuff out there, you know. Um, and then it also gave me love, like, well, shit, if he's making, if he's spending 200,000, how much is he making? And so that changed everything too, of the way I thought about you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so that stuff's good is to let people know like where you fit in their heads when they're trying to place you, you know, and journalists too, right? Like all this stuff is good for media and marketing. Yeah. I would say the best part about, you know, something like the forums that you have at Rockstar is that people are more open to talking about it and it's not like in a hostile environment. So yeah, you know, Grant brings up $210,000 a year spend. It's like, you know, people have great feedback and especially on the forums too, you know, you start to 
really think about, oh, wait, why am I doing that? And, you know, people have some awesome, awesome, great advice in there, too. Yeah, that's been the best thing. Like, I'm uh, positivity and good. Like, anytime, like, I see, like, hate going on, I usually have been picked up in the media or something where, like, I'm getting, like, this outside audience coming in and infiltrating and, like, trying to stir up, you know, trouble. Um, so I, I think we're blessed that our community is good and the forums. I mean, like I go in there every now and then, but I get so sucked in, like going back to like creating <laughs> content. I have to like not go in there for a few days because I it just, it's so, uh, you know, it's so fun and exciting, but you, you spend all your time, you know? Um, so I love it. Like everything that I'm trying to build is, is meant for the community to use whatever they want to use it for. Um, so that part, I mean, I just love it. You know, everyone's doing whatever they want to do. Yeah, I can't think of any other community that I've certainly seen or been a part of that's so um, just collaborative and, you know, somewhat egoless. I mean, it's just it's just incredible how, you know, all the bloggers, you know, no one views other bloggers as competition. It's just, you know, yeah. we're all in this together. And I think, you know, one of, one of my personal missions, and I was talking to, to, to CNBC and the Wall Street Journal about this, is just... Oh, nice. just to, oh I can't just slip that in there. No, I know. Just, no, but just, just, to, just to get some press for the movement. You know, yeah. people don't know this exists. Like, I did this interview for AARP, and I was telling this woman, I was like, yeah, there are millennials and there are people out there saving 50, 60% of their income. You know, there's people who are pushing against the grain in the nine to five. I mean, this, this is a, this is a movement. And she was just like, I mean, her head, you could feel her head explode on the phone. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's true. From that minimalism documentary, people I talk to, they're like, oh yeah, like what really? And then like, it's just not getting any coverage. So it's just like total shock. And, you know, someone would even think that. Yeah, and I think too, like it's one of those things where you only care, like once you start caring about something, you go out of your way to like research it, you know? Um, and that's why I put like sexy and budgets are sexy, honestly, because I was like, maybe I can get people that like don't care about money to start caring, you exactly. know? But even then, they literally have to like search like how to do a budget or retire early, right? Like people just don't care. But once they do, they get sucked into our community and then hopefully like it motivates them to continue, you yeah. know? Like I didn't care until I was like 25 years old. I love spending money. Yeah, I think there's a tipping point because a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the work up front, like automating your investments, figuring out where to invest. Some of that work yeah. takes some time, but then once it gets going, then that's when the like the sexiness comes out. When it's like you know your yeah. confidence goes up, and you you know you, you feel more secure in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and some people, I mean, I have people that are like 80, 90 years old emailing me, and like I I just realized like I need to pay attention to this stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like at that age, right? Because like we talk about like we're positive, right? Like you can always change stuff around, but when you're 80s and 90s, that is hard, you know. And then you have kids like. 13, 14 emailing saying that, you know, they've saved their first thousand dollars in cash and wow. they're going to buy a house. And you're like, good <laughs> Lord, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, so like we are very lucky that us three and people are listening, like are, have found the epiphany at whatever age you're in. And now we have time to work on it, you know? Yeah, no, I think we're all really aligned in the same mission. And I think that that's what's really exciting. Um, what yeah. what inspires you? I mean, you, you obviously have such an insane reach and audience and platform, um, what inspires you? Honestly, like I just like reading about people doing cool stuff. Um, and, and normal people like, like average Joe people, you know, like I know there's a lot of like smart people and rich people and, you know, big companies blowing up and taking over the world and all that. But it's like, I don't know, something about like the average person doing something cool, whether it's with money or building 
or like going all in on something like ridiculous. Um, you know, all that stuff, it just, I don't know, it just gives me hope, I guess, for stuff. Um, and it helps me too, because again, like there's years where I'll just do the same thing in and out, and then all of a sudden I'll get inspired and go do something, you know. Um, and it makes you like remember that, like to keep living, you know, especially, you know, when I had kids, I have a two year old and a four year old. And as soon as they came out, all of a sudden life was a lot more precious than it kind of was before. Um, and that's really when I started changing, like, hey, like, stop bragging about working 60, 80 hours a week, right? Like, like get your life back and, and remember to live and not hustle all the time. And, you know, and so there's a lot of that, too, when you're full time, right? Like, how much do you work? How much do you not work? And then you see all your friends working, right? And everyone's like, hustle, hustle, don't sleep, don't sleep, just keep working, right? It's hard to like. Get yeah, I'll, I'll say one of the things I love about following you know bloggers for three four years, it's that you can see their story develop. So you know those things <laughs> yeah. they were talking about a little riskier when they're younger, and then they have kids <laughs> right. and they're thinking differently. Like I love seeing that story develop, you know, and it's just it's really encouraging at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really fun. Yeah, and and this thing too, like right blogging, like the thing with the directory, like what I want to do is archive all the blogs current active dead and kind of figure out how many years the average blogger is because um, it, it's really interesting right like three i've been months. doing it for nine years and there's probably like only three blogs that are still around when i was there nine years ago um and to me i'm still the new guy because there was a whole slew hundreds of blogs before me right um and so it's just cool to figure out where that is and and how it goes from point a to point b but you know it's cool so what's next for jay money Oh man, now no more building. Now it's just a matter of growing everything that we've been putting out there with, with Rockstar Finance and the forums and everything and the directory. Um, you know, and, and really honestly, like as lame as it sounds, like I'm gonna try and figure out how to monetize it all. Like I love building and helping and connecting, but I suck and I hate trying to make money online. I hate it. Because it skews stuff, right? And you'll see like like there's blogs that I'll read that I love, all of a sudden they figure out how to make money. And all of a sudden, like, there's ads everywhere. I can't read their content. Like, their voice is changing and every – I just can't read it anymore because there's a certain point where you know what you can do to make more money, but it doesn't always go for – it doesn't always align with, like, why you started blogging. Yeah, there's, right? like, yeah, there's like eight Bluehost and personal capital links in every post. Yeah, yeah everywhere, else. right? And, like, that's the thing. Like, like there, lot, there was this stuff when I started, but it was really blogging for storytelling, for helping, for community – and now with, hey, like you can make a million dollars blogging and everyone starts a blog, not everyone, a lot of people start blogs just to make money, right. which to me is like the absolute like worst thing because it's, you know, it's not what, it, you know, it's, it's not blogging, like it's just different, right? Yeah, and I think um, you mentioned this, but it's like if you're going to make money online or, or make money on the side, blogging is not the route to go. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of <laughs> ways to make money faster than blogging, right? <laughs> Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel um, like I make money blogging and stuff. So like, I like I get it, you know. But like, I could, I could, I actually chase the money, right? Instead, I build stuff and have fun, but I don't make as much money. (laughs) I don't know which is worse, but. Yeah, it seems like all the blogs that are coming out making money is you know they're blogs about making money, right? It's the traditional sort of pyramid scheme and I, you know one of the things that I've found is you know I'm starting to get a lot more traffic and I just you know I, ha- I have one sidebar ad and then I just created the the kind of tools and resources page for my affiliate yeah. links and then I just forget about it honestly um, and that's one of the things I've been encouraging people to to do and just kind of let it build naturally yeah yeah you know and you know I hate to say it like like even people that do like hey here's how much money I made on the blog this month like I, it is fascinating and it, the transparency I love. So there's a lot of pros to it. But every time I see it, I'm like, you mean like how much money you made off of me this month reading the blog? 
like it's, it's really weird because I, I share my net worth, right? And that's gone up over the years and a lot of people share net worth. But for some reason to me, that's more of like your personal finances. And, you know, it's like how like your readers are the ones signing up, giving you the money. It's just really it's just a strange kind of thing, right? Um, not not saying you shouldn't do it. I mean, well, plenty of people do it. Maybe you guys have done it. I don't know, but yeah, uh, I did it. I did it in January just because all the readers were asking for it. But it was like ninety five percent of the income I generated from the blog. And I, I tell people this: the blog is just a platform. You know what I mean? It's yeah. allowed me to get SEO clients. It's allowed right. me to make partnerships, make connections. The actual blog itself you know, makes very little money. And so think of your blog as your brand, as your platform and all the opportunities it can open up for you as opposed to just trying to, you know, turn out. I I actually started doing it on a quarterly basis and I really should call them my blog loss reports uh, (laughs) because I'm still early, you know, buying a microphone sent me back, but you know, yeah. It's just fun. I mean, the thing is Matt and I are having so much fun on this podcast and just, um, you know, I think we're, we're all aligned in the mission of, you know, we have two very different stories. We're trying to share those perspectives. And at the end of the day, every single email, you know, that Matt and I get, it's like a thank you. And I'm sure you get tons of these, you know, you help me save more money. You help me get a raise. I mean, that just, that's really why we do it. Yeah. Um, So inspiring, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, you could tell you guys are having fun too. I love it. I mean, like I said, I tried podcasting for a few months and it was fun, but I was like, oh man, it just it just wasn't for me. So I love when other people, when you can tell it clicks, right? It's clicking for you guys. So yeah, we, congrats. The, the, we live we live like four blocks away from each other. What? And we really? This, yeah, we we literally we literally found each other. I read Matt's blog and I was such a fan. I reached out and was like, hey man, we got to get lunch. And the second meeting we had, I was like, I have this idea, five minute podcast. We'll do it every yeah. Thursday night. We'll yeah. make it wow. easy, and we, we don't we don't edit a single episode, so they're all That's like awesome. one takes, two takes, and we're like, this is the only way we could do it. Yeah. And I was like, sure, Grant, that sounds like a great idea. Maybe like six months from now, we'll get it started. And then, like, sure enough, within like three weeks, we're already like recording. Yeah, we've pu- <laughs> we've pumped out uh, we've pumped out fifty episodes. In oh two- my god, we-, we pumped out fifty episodes <laughs> in two months, and probably today we're gonna hit our fifty thousandth download. Good for you guys. That's, that's awesome. Crazy. Jeez, that's hardcore. So, hey, did you man, guys knew you lived so close to each other, or did uh, you find out online? Um, well, I was just, uh, you know, I Grant, Grant was creeping hard. Yeah, I was creeping hard. <laughs> like, you know, I, pro- I probably have, you know, uh, like anyone else, you know, 10, ten to fifteen favorite bloggers, and I really yeah. just thought Matt's perspective was super unique. I was like, obviously a smart guy, cool perspective, cool ideas. Let's just get together and talk about our story. Um, yeah. And it just so happened, it clicked, yeah. It just it just really clicked. So we're very fortunate, um, cool. and just have a lot of fun. We like to say that we're like deep in the middle of our thousand hour conversation. Um, and then we actually yeah. uh, we have a course coming out uh, in May or June, the Millennial Money Course. And so it's uh, literally everything you need to know about money, and it's going to be a lot of about shifting your mindset. And we're going to take a lot of the ideas we share on both of our blogs and put them together. Um, and, and part of that, we're going to give free access to any uh, high school or college uh, that wants it, um, I like just that. to kind of share those ideas. So we'll keep you posted on that as well. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. I'll share it around and stuff. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are doing that. I suck with all that stuff too. So it's nice to see people, you know, getting it out there. Hey, man. Well, this has been uh, a ton of fun. We really appreciate yeah, your truly time. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. But th- thank you for your time. This is a real honor, and we're we're we're, we're super stoked to have you. Thanks, man. Yeah, guys, no problem. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. 
If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag MillennialMoney on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.